This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Good morning, Central Valley. Welcome to Welcome Home Radio. It's a little bit cloudy today, February 22nd. Uh, one day of rain we can deal with and a little bit cooler weather. And uh, we've been experiencing awesome weather uh, for, gosh, I'll say a good month. We do need some rain. This is Gerard Lozano this morning with you. I'm with the Fresno Association of Realtors. And this morning, very special guest, Vasily Sotoropoulos. Hey, good morning, Gerard. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. Hey. Thanks for being here. Oh, great to be here today. And uh, I'll just say for the, uh, the audience that um, you're dealing with Generation Xers today. <laughs> so if Don's not here, he would have he would have fouled that up. Don is out this week. He'll be back next week. But um, Generation X is from. I'll, I'll just say the age. Ooh no. Uh oh. Yeah. Thirty-eight to fifty-three. Well, I think we kind yeah, of. I'm, I'm right in between. I, I'm an okay. Xennial. I think they call it. I segment the markets because I grew up without a smartphone. Mm-hmm. But at college, we got the smart technology. So I have a, a little bit of both uh, both in it, me. It's it's crazy when you speak with different age groups of the association <laughs> of folks that haven't, haven't ever been without a cell phone, smartphone. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, it's different. How often we grew up without, and we played Atari, or we did different things, or we rode out bike out in the street. Yeah, the things good old, have changed. Good old days. Things have changed. Real yeah. estate's changed even, yeah? It sure has. House. So you know you might know this last name, and um, I'll just say you didn't bring me any food, baklava <laughs> or anything like that. But your father is certainly a well-known man in the community. He is Kopi. Yeah, yeah, I saw him drive by right now a few times already. So he's he's pretty excited he, about this morning. He he does not have the face for radio like you and I do. <laughs> he belongs on television. He's a great personality. He does. He does. So today. And, and I should point out, you were, are, are with uh, Hyatt Real Estate. I am. Some good folks over there, and they've been at it for a long time. Yeah. And um, I bet you learn a lot daily. Every day. From your broker and agent. I mean, agents in the business. Yeah. Beyond your broker, obviously, in the family. but uh, Yeah, I'm very fortunate to be there at Hyatt <clears throat> Real Estate. Tom's been in uh, lending and real estate for uh, almost 50 years, yeah, I want to say. Uh, so he's a wealth of knowledge. Angie's one of the best in the business. And uh, their daughter, Ashley, is coming up in the ranks as well. Mm-hmm. So it's great to be there. And actually, Angie's mother <coughs> and my grandmother were neighbors in the same village in Greece. Oh, wow. Yeah, population like 400 people. Wow. And uh, here we are in Fresno. See? Decades later. And you're drinking coffee over there now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got plenty to talk about today. Um. And we were just discussing before we even started escrow, um, you're going to share a story, which you told me about, and it's it's like folks want to go out and buy a home. That's a component yes. uh, of the home purchase, um, what you have to go through, and we're going to talk disclosures, maybe get into a little bit of solar and the different things, investing, and I bet... Mr. Hyatt had you put this one, 1031 Exchange. Oh, yeah. I've learned he's, a bunch from Tom on the 1031 Exchange. He's a bit of a exchange. fan. He is. And it's a, it's a critical component in investing, uh, moving and deferring your taxes. So it's uh, we'll touch on that for a little bit. Yeah. Move right on through the day. It's um, You got working today? You look good. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Working. Yeah. And it's uh, my mom's birthday today. Oh. So we got a family brunch after this. 
Wonderful. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, I'm not. I can't go in a sweatshirt. And, no, no. Everyone's welcome I should at it. the Soderopolis house, Gerard. <laughs> you look great. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, you shared with me you're you're helping a thirty something year old person. Yes. And the, well, tell me the question that she asked you. Yeah. So um, we'd written an offer on a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offer was accepted. And I said, great, now we're going to open escrow. And I start running her through all the different things we're going to do. Day three, by day three, your deposit needs to be in and all of our contingency points. And she stops me and says, well, Vasily, what's escrow? And it didn't occur to me that, you know, that's uh, something we need to educate. So escrow is a neutral third party that facilitates the sale, facilitates the transaction. And uh, the reason we have uh, escrows to protect the buyer, the seller, and the lender in this transaction. Um, The escrow officer is limited to uh, directions specifically agreed upon mutually by the buyer and the seller. Yeah. So they're, uh, they're there to facilitate the transaction. They don't do anything without instruction. And uh, they make sure uh, everything happens without... um, Without any mistakes. And, and these are things she probably looked at you and thought, Vasily, don't you do this. <laughs> don't I give you the deposit? You just hold it for me. All right. And then take it to the bank at the proper time. Mm-mm. No. And we talk a lot. There's, uh, you know, we use a lot of sports analogies being we're on 940 ESPN. But yeah. um, you probably have your team, your home buying team. You yes. know, your your lenders and, and all, the, all the facets that go in to what you do. Right. Looking for the home. But- uh, Mr. and Mrs. Public out there, they come to you, they want to buy. And then we have and the team. Who knows? They may think you do everything. Right. Right? And in, in a great uh, great transaction, it's it's seamless and you get all the promotion. Yeah. Right? You have you have people that you work with daily. Yeah. We, we can't uh-huh. do it all alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be fair to the sellers for us to, to take part in that. It has to be a neutral third party for everyone's, uh, for everyone's protection. Protection. Exactly. So, um, and we do have, all realtors have a great team of uh, escrow officers, title officers, lenders, inspectors that we can use on a daily basis, if not for their actual jobs, for questions here and there. Mm-hmm. And so she feels much better or maybe, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's just get this, wrap it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and typically 30 days Yeah, might so- be the, um, go ahead and... Yeah, most escrows are uh, 30 days. A clean offer would be a 30-day escrow, but uh, that's that's not mandatory. It can be mm-hmm. a very short escrow. If you come in uh, with a cash offer, you don't have a lender um, to uh, to consider. You can close quickly. Uh, if there's a scenario where you need time to um, close one transaction, you could write it for longer. So it could be could be anywhere, uh, but 30 days is is usually what you'll see. And she's going to be very happy. Yeah. How long have you been assisting this person uh, in this instance here? It, in this instance, we've been working with her close to six months, and that's been preparing her home for sale, mm, yeah. getting uh, getting it where it needs to be to, to reach its highest and best value for the market, and then doing a concurrent sell and purchase of uh, her current home and the next home. Right. So a lot of timing you, involved You are doing well. that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, 
it's going it's going well she's happy and we're just uh doing all of our due diligence at this point very nice um mm-hmm. just curious because we run the statistics and report them on on radio and we do Fresno Clovis just to keep it consistent. Because mm-hmm. once you throw Fresno County in, it will increase the inventory. But, right. you know, Fresno County's pretty big. big. So um, inventory in Fresno Clovis area, I think, is a couple months. Yeah. 2.6 or 2.3, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, challenging? How would you it, uh, it's explain a hot this one? Yeah. yeah. See? It's a, a hot, hot market, market right now. And uh, there is a lot of competition out there. If something's priced um, appropriately, mm-hmm. it will move quickly. And people sometimes are opposed to you know selling in winter or or wait for that spring right. market. But uh, there are low interest rates. Yeah, you know, unemployment's low. People have access to capital, and there are buyers out there ready to go. So it's um. I think you put that that one to rest, um, and that's we were going to touch upon that. But you know, wait wait until it's spring, summer yeah. to sell. It's uh, I, I you guys have been it. going around the clock for for years. Yeah, um, you know our our winters aren't so harsh where you don't want to go outside, <laughs> especially this one. I mean, you're okay, but uh, it's going to be eighty something degrees the next week. Oh wow! So yeah. see. Spring markets here. Spring markets already <laughs> going, and you've had it for the past month. It seems. We've yeah, had some good good weather, but um, I think the time if the time's right for you to go out and look, or put your home on the market, you're going to do it. And of course, different price points are in the community mm-hmm. might be longer on the market, right? Of course. I mean, there's a sweet spot of what would you say two hundred and under. Yeah, I, 200, absolutely. Uh, I think the median uh, home sale right now is in the high twos. Uh, so. Anything in that area is going to move quickly. Of mm-hmm. course, when you get into the higher end market, um, it m- may take longer to sell because you have a smaller uh, pool of buyers. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, you know the the fo- the first time home buyers mm-hmm. that they may have to be a little more patient, or you you need to work with them longer. But um, you know somebody downsizing from a home that might open up. So it's you said hot market. And yes. That's that's nice to hear. Yeah. And some people may say, oh gosh. I don't know if it's a hot market. I've been trying to sell for X, but... Yeah, it, um, it could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, certainly. It could be a number of things. Or I think, as you described it, a pleasant market. A pleasant, yeah. it is. Yeah. Hey, hey, you listen to that one. <laughs> I do. I do. It's a pleasant market. Yeah. I mean, it's not crazy San Francisco area cash. and No. Um, but you still do hear stories of folks losing a home because a, a cash buyer. Yeah. I mean, it, it does happen. Folks are moving in from out of the area. Of course. Or... Or affordable, mm-hmm. um, and a good place to live. Uh, traffic next to nothing. Next to nothing. Uh, I think people that uh, live here or have grown up here don't understand how good we have it when it comes to traffic. I hope we do. <laughs> I mean, when you drive out of town and you come back, yeah, for at least a week, you're thinking, man, this is good. Uh, yeah, I spent some time in Southern California, and uh, man, that 405 freeway will just. Uh, It'll take it out of you a little bit. Mm-mm. So Fresno's pretty nice in that it, regard. It takes too much time out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more thing yes, I want to touch on. I know please. we got a little sidetracked on escrow. Uh, wire fraud. It's a big one. Be very, very careful. Your escrow officer will send you a secured email with wire instructions. I go one step yeah. further. When I go to the bank to initiate the wire, I'll sit in the car with the printed escrow instructions, and I'll call my escrow officer and say, hey, 
I just want to confirm with you that this is the correct Good. Uh, instructions and I wait for the confirmation and then I'll go initiate the wire. Another red flag to be aware of is if for any reason you get an email with um, payment instructions changing, huge red flag. Ah. Contact your escrow officer immediately. So that's a big one. There is a, a wire fraud advisory in uh, in the contract as well when you when you buy and sell, uh, and that's what that uh, that's what that highlights. And the, the wire fraud is is real, and we've been at meetings at the state level, and it, it's awful what can happen so easily. I know. I was I was they had uh, um, images. <laughs> that is the word. Big <laughs> word. The images from the computer yeah. screenshots of actual looks good yeah i mean as the as the uh buyer yeah it looks legit you wire the money it's tragic actually so be very cautious when uh when that happens very much so i don't know if we're gonna have time to jump in but maybe we can get into um it's funny we were talking before in the the risky parts Ooh, seller disclosures i think it's a fear factor thing or you want to talk about this but um seller disclosures and how important those might be yeah, you know, uh, the number one reason uh, lawsuits occur as a result of the sale of a property is not disclosing material facts, and that's from the TDS. So remember this one, TDS Transfer Disclosure Statement. Very important document where the seller will uh, disclose mm-hmm. everything they know about the house. So uh, any improvements that have been done, any easements, uh, are there CCNRs? Are there rules that come along with the property? Yeah. Is there any noise affecting the property? Is there a train that goes by, an airplane that goes overhead, things like that? Uh, and that is the biggest trouble you can get in in selling real estate is not properly disclosing material facts about the home. Have you had clients go out or do you encourage or say anything? Um, I'll just ask the question. Go check the house out. You know, you think you might want it. Go see it at different periods throughout the day. Absolutely. Weekend, go by at night. Don't be don't be weird, but you know, just so you get a feel for the neighborhood. Absolutely. Or people may do that on their own without Vasili's prompting to. Yeah, and some check people out, do. You know, some people are very I inquisitive. I did. You did? Oh yeah. It's smart. So, uh, I encourage it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't bother anyone on the property, but <laughs> yeah. get a feel for the don't neighborhood. Don't go swimming. Don't go. <laughs> don't go swimming. Just wait. But uh, that's what I'm trying to say. But. <clears throat> You need to understand the neighborhood that you're um, potentially moving into. Weekends, weekdays, maybe at commuting hours, is there school traffic, things like that. Yeah. Um, that you're not going to get from an inspector. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to save our question, follow-up questions for that. You're listening to Welcome a Home Radio on 940 AM. Good morning. Welcome home radio this morning. Happy to have, I almost said it, Vasily Sotopoulos with me this morning. Good morning, guys. Great to be here. Um, so your your career in real estate's going well. Yeah. Sidetrack. No, it's going, going good. Always learning. Always see learning. See you at the, our office isn't the answer for everybody and everything, but it's always good to see members pop in, and you do that from time to time. And I do. attend various functions throughout the real estate industry and um yeah i uh, can always pick things up yeah tuesday mornings i like to to go to the mls meetings see what's see what's happening 
Uh, Friday mornings, Tom Hyatt hosts the investors and exchangers mm -hmm. there at the MLS from uh, 8.30 till about 10. If there's more to talk about, we will. Yeah. But um, not just in real estate, but in the community, it's good to keep your finger on the pulse. And and we say this over and over and over and over and over. Realtors live in the community. Yeah. They don't go drive to somewhere else to go live. You guys are, are very community yeah. um, together. You Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you do a lot for your local church, probably. I think I understand. And, yeah, and a lot of people do a lot of things for this community, and and um, yeah, they sell real estate. So yeah, yeah, no, uh, uh, Saint George Greek Orthodox Church mm -hmm. here in town. Been a part of it since I was uh, since I was a small boy. My grandparents went. Uh, lifelong friends are there, so yeah. it's a great part of the community. And if you haven't been to the <laughs> Fresno Greek Fest, you gotta come, man. You gotta go. Uh, yeah, it's always uh, Agree. the last full weekend in August, so it's hot. We barbecue. We have a good time. But you uh, work it off dancing. Work it off dancing, man. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah, actually, the last time I was in this studio was on the uh, the CGP Christopher uh -huh. Christopher Gabriel program to uh, to plug the Greek Fest. So very good. Yeah, you wear the skirt. <laughs> uh, I have, I have. Yeah. It's more of a kilt, okay? Kilt, kilt. Yeah, and we'll call it a Greek kilt. I didn't want people to. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has many pleats. Yes, four hundred twenty-eight. Oh yeah. So to signify every year of the Turkish occupation. I didn't of know Greece. that. Yes, not that we hold a grudge or anything, but you know. <laughs> Very nice. Well, thanks yeah. for that. I didn't know that. Yeah, a little history lesson today. Appreciate it. See, mm -hmm. we're doing good. So seller disclosures, you you talked about disclose, disclose, disclose. Any mm -hmm. questions out there, people listening, talk to your realtor and, and get further yeah. educated what what exactly that means. Um what about buyers inspections? Okay. The so, importance of that. Right. So I wanted to touch on one thing for the sellers, one thing for the mm -hmm. buyers today that I feel is most important. Uh, when you're doing your due diligence, your inspections, it's important to get your full, uh, we'll call it full physical on the house from licensed professionals. So I would at the very minimum advise all of my clients to have a home inspection from a certified home inspector, which I'm sure uh, whichever realtor you're working with has their go-to inspector mm -hmm. or a team of inspectors, uh, a pest inspection for wood destroying pests, termites and such, and then a roof inspection at a very minimum. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll cover you for a lot of the major things down the road or major things that are currently a problem with the house you're purchasing uh, and save you from that big, um, big expense. And like you said, uh, the physical, a physical of the home, mm -hmm. um, you know, what you see and what you have your heart set on, you want to know, you want to know outside from that. Yeah. Yeah, it, the, sometimes uh, uh, anything that could be potentially wrong. Right, and you, you, there are times you walk into a house, you fall in love with it. You say, "Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, this is the house," and uh, the home ants, home ants. Uh, you fall in love oh, and say, ants. "I need." I got it. I got yeah, it. You, got, you see, you see, <laughs> see what I did there. But um, it's important to get beyond that and really see the house for what it is. Mm -hmm. um, see if immediate expenses are needed. See if what you're paying for the house is truly worth it based on the current condition. So to all the seller, or I'm sorry, all to, to all the buyers, I'd say make sure you get your inspections done at a very minimum home inspection, roof inspection, pest inspection, and you can go 
far and beyond yeah. from there. You can get an electrician to come in, do a full inspection of the, the electrical system, a uh, plumber to come down and scope the drain all the mm. way, uh, plumbing underneath the house, all the way out to yeah. the, the public system. Um, and it goes on from there. So do your inspections. I mean, the I remember they go, they test the hot water and how long it takes and they measure the pressure and just, it's very detailed, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think they've become more detailed over the years. Yeah. Um, so say you get some so-so news on everything and everything's okay. Right. What's that do for the buyer? Peace um, of mind. But say everything is, well, this is here, but this is, I guess there's maybe, a, I won't say red flags, there may be yellow flags. Right. Um, at that point, do they tell you, facility, look at this. <laughs> it didn't pass, fly, it passed, but. Yeah. So. What happens in those kinds of instances? That's a good question. So you have a 17-day contingency period to do your due diligence on the condition of the home. Mm -hmm. You also have that time period to negotiate uh, based on your findings. So mm -hmm. let's say you get into contract on a home uh, and you find out that it needs a new roof. And you say, hey, Mr. Seller, uh, your home needs a new roof and uh, we feel that uh, we, we would like you to put it on. They might agree, they might come back and say, well, yeah. I won't put it on, but I'll split the cost with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a negotiation um, situation from there. So you have the ability within that 17-day period to back out if you don't feel that, um, if you don't feel happy with uh, the home and its condition right. at the price you're paying. Very good. Mm -hmm. So the home ends. The home ends. It could change a little. Yeah. Hopefully not. But inspections, again, peace of mind, like you said. Oh, yeah. Very important. This home is not inexpensive it might be the biggest thing you purchase yeah oh yeah it's uh, lifetime, for a lot of people you know? it's their biggest investment of their life and you don't want to push to get the house no um there's there's more yeah so. it, it should be right and for the cost of these inspections it mm -hmm. works out to maybe a tenth of a percent of the cost of the home it's worth it yeah. even if you go more and, and pay for the the full top to bottom scoping the sewer i have a client that actually scoped the sewer and uh, it, it wasn't inexpensive, but uh, ended up finding a pretty fundamental issue right where the um, the sewer, uh, public sewer meets the house. Ah. So worth it, in my opinion. Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, solar. Boy, that's been, we hear a lot about solar. Yeah, clean energy. Clean energy. New build new homes have to have solar. Right. Um, talk about, I mean, uh, consumers are getting very. Um, they learn. They learn a lot, they right? Um, so much so that some want to sell their own home. Go for it. Yeah. And some find out. Oh boy, what they, do we do now? Well, there are you some pitfalls do it. involved. So yeah. it can be done. Mm -hmm. But um, I think yeah, the value of the realtor rings to the table. Certainly gives you the peace of mind, and along with the um, situations you guys deal with day in day out. Right. In uh, your business, it's... Uh, it's the experience, having seen where things can go wrong, mm -hmm. avoiding those pitfalls, and ultimately uh, assuming some of that risk and keeping your your seller or your buyer safe from liability. Yeah. Smooth transaction, uh, not to worry about it uh, moving forward. So when it comes D to solar... Yes. I love solar. 
It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are many different types uh, of uh, contracts or different ways you can put it on your house, and it's important to understand the differences. First way, uh, to buy it, free and clear. It's yours. You put it on your roof or you mm-hmm. have it installed on your roof. Uh, this year, 2020, you get a 26% um, uh, tax incentive on the cost of okay. solar. Wonderful, right? And you get uh, the free energy that it produces. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is a power purchase agreement, which is called a PPA. And the PPA is through solar companies that will install the solar panels on your roof and you sign an agreement saying you agree to buy the power produced at a particular rate per kilowatt hour. And if you look at your PG&E statement, you'll see what you're paying. And there are different tiers. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that's important to understand in these uh, contracts is... What are you paying per kilowatt hour? What's the annual increase? And what's the buyout? So usually, from what I've seen, you have a 20-year contract. You agree to pay for the, for the energy produced. And as the contract goes along, the, um, the buyout, if you want to get out of the contract, mm-hmm. you can buy the, the solar panels free and clear. The buyout decreases. So it's under, important to understand what the buyout is and how that compares to fair market value of, um, of a solar, right. solar system. The, the third way to do it is a lease, where you pay the solar company, uh, whichever it might be, to install the panels, and you lease the solar panel system, okay. and you, you consume the energy that's produced from it. Uh, again, it's important to know if there are any escalators in the price and um, what it would cost to get out. Another thing, right. if you have a PPA or a lease, this encumbers <coughs> the title of the home. It's tied mm. to the home. Mm-hmm. So when you sell, what does it mean? Well, the buyer, you either have to buy it out or the buyer has to qualify for taking it over on a lease. So it could, and there are some buyers out there that say, you know what, I don't want to deal with that. So what does it do for a seller? It may, I'm not saying it does, but it may uh, deter some people. Right. Um, That I read, just over the years I've heard things, well, they don't want to do anything and and the seller can't qualify now with the solar because they find out it's going to go up a little bit, the the price, right? right? So poses a little bit of a problem. It could. It could. So on some leases, the <laughs> buyer will have to qualify. Um, it may affect their their buying power. It mm-hmm. may affect their loan. Uh, so it's, I think the longer you're going to stay in a home, the more it's worth putting solar. Uh, but it's something you should look into very carefully before you do it. And it, it should make sense for you. Um, novice not not a realtor mm-hmm. you are but you should probably purchase it yeah if you can seems to be the the best route or circumstances for anybody else it may make sense not to right and to do the other options there right but just get all the details get all the details make an informed decision 
And when you look at your PG&E build, don't forget that it's gas and electric. Mm -hmm. So break that down and make sure you know what your electric bill is, not just your PG&E bill. And you know, you may go to that big shop where they sell everything in bulk and they talk to you about solar and how much do you spend a month? Mm -hmm. There's times where, well, yours truly probably, for instance, <laughs> my wife and I, our PG&E is low. Low, okay. So it, no. Yeah. And you, you, know, you tell them the number and it's like, oh, well, yeah, sure, it gets high if the heater or the cooler's on too much, but right. there's times where, it, or I guess to say this would be okay, there's time where solar doesn't make sense for you. Yeah. But you hear PG&E is going to go up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. It, it, it might, but. It, it might. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Everyone's. Uh, I mean, it, it is going to go up. I, I agree with that. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not escaping that yeah, fact. No, I got I it. Think. Energy's not getting cheaper. No. But, uh, but yeah, every scenario is different. Every home is different. And uh, just do your homework. Make sure if you're going to do solar, whether it's a purchase, yeah. a lease, or a power purchase agreement, make sure it's right for you. You got it. Thank you, Mr. Soderopoulos. My pleasure, we're Mr. Gonna, Lozano. We're, <laughs> we're going to go back to another commercial break. You're listening to Welcome Home Radio on ESPN 940. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. Gerard Lozano this morning with Vasily Soderopoulos. Hey there. We're doing good. Yeah. Hey, I'm not watching the clock, but we're made it over the hump. Flying we're through. We're on the downside of the hill. We're just going to coast. So Vasily has taken us through even getting down. Well, to me, it's pretty basic, but escrow. You had a situation where, what do you mean? Who's escrow? <laughs> we have to go through this? Yeah. Well, how far away is that? But, you know, you've explained what escrow is, purchasing, um, and disclosures, buyer side, seller side, we've talked about solar. And so people always think, you know, buying and selling a home, that's that's realtor stuff, right? So mm -hmm. that's what we do. And as a consumer, you know, you think you're happy you're in your home and everything's great and you go to work, um, you have fun when you can and, and enjoy your home. Yeah. Then somebody asks you, and let's say you're at a barbecue and you're at your house. Well, I'm thinking about investing in real estate. And you yeah. might say, well, I already have is behind me uh -huh. you know you're here yeah but there's investing in real estate that um consumers can look to do um, a lot of people don't maybe look at it like well i've got my home mm -hmm. why not get another home exactly why not invest in a triplex or something like that right so these are things that can come up in the life of of real estate not just your primary residence. They can. And you know what? Primary residence is a great place to start. Um, appreciation of uh, your, your primary residence mm -hmm. is a great way to invest. Every two years, on your, if, if you live in your primary residence for over two years, you can sell it and you won't pay capital gains on, uh, on the profit, on the gain of value. Uh, it's a great way to put money in your pocket and actualize yeah. that appreciation without paying tax on it. Everything we do gets taxed. That's one yeah. way to make money and not. Um, Warren Buffett, the Oracle from Omaha, uh, when we're talking about <laughs> buying other properties, yeah. uh, buying additional properties, investment properties, said uh, I'd buy a couple hundred thousand single family homes if it were practical to do so. 
houses are better than stocks. Hmm. I could quote Tom Hyatt, but we'd take the rest <laughs> of the show about investing. <laughs> invest, invest, invest. Yeah. Um, he says there are no agents in his office that aren't investors. I've heard know. that. Yeah. So you take care of your future, uh, but why invest? So yeah. the median uh, home price in California is about 561000 Fresno's about half of that. Mm -hmm. We're still in the state of California. Um, it's a great place, if nothing else, to get started in investing. Uh, what, what benefits do you get? Like we already touched on the appreciation of value. Uh, a big one is the tax shelter. Uh, the, the things you can write off, of course, consult your CPA. Right. Uh, but uh, interest in, in insurance. Uh, and the big D, of course, depreciation. Mm. So mm -hmm. depending on the land value to um, improvement value, your CPA will probably take that improved value, the, the value of the building, and depreciate that asset over a 27-and-a-half-year schedule. And that uh, is uh, it lowers your taxable liability. Yeah. Again, quote, uh, consult your CPA. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Fresno is a, a great place to get started, mm -hmm. uh, grow your wealth, well, you know, actualize your appreciation, roll it into the next. And, uh, and it, I mean, it is, <clears throat> some people are thinking, well, geez, I just like to get into a home. Mm -hmm. These are things that are possible, um, Absolutely. in the future. It's not, <laughs> don't go buy three in with your new home. Right. Right. There's time and, and investing in, in other things, you know, in another home <coughs> are good things for, for yourself. Yeah. It's important to diversify. Um, the one thing I also like about real estate uh, as opposed to your 401k or your stocks is that when you do retire and you start drawing on uh, your stocks and your investments, they're going down. Mm -hmm. Real estate continues to pay you. Of course, you have to take care of it. <laughs> there are headaches that come along with it from time to time, yeah. but it, it's an asset that you can also uh, build generational wealth with. You can drive by it. You can. You can drive by it. You see it's still there, <laughs> unlike your stock. Right. Um, actually, when my grandfather moved to America, uh, humble man, laid railroad ties, saved money, bought homes. Slowly, slowly, mm -hmm. slowly. I mean, my grandmother and him, if a house needed to be painted, they didn't have a car. They would get on the bus, go to Sears, wow. buy four cans of paint, one for each hand for each of them, and, uh, you know, go back to the house and paint. Very humble, but uh, I do believe in it, and, and it's what helped them retire. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. And, and patience. Oh, patience. Patience. And that's something I don't think we all have as much as folks used to have. Yeah. Um, everybody wants now and and but there's things that you have to look forward to and, and in due time, yeah, those things can come. There are lessons to be learned <laughs> from that. Absolutely. And actually Don Scordino, who usually hosts the show, he's, he's at spring training right now. He's doing all right, but he's watching. <laughs> Don's not playing. Yeah. I watch it. Yeah. He's definitely not, <laughs> at, not at shortstop, but, um, <laughs> it, he's told me stories when he first started in investing, uh, you know, 30 years ago or so. Yeah. 
his properties didn't cash flow. So he had to put money in every month on top of the rental income he was receiving just, mm-hmm. just to pay the bills. And looking back, he's like, it's the smartest thing I'd ever done. Now he gets to reap the rewards of it. So yeah. it's not an immediate payoff. It's not a get rich quick scheme. It's a long play real estate is, and it's a great investment. And, and you say that, and I immediately think of, you know, your home, right? Or my home. Mm-hmm. You're not in it for the two week period. You're in it for 30 years, maybe 15. Right. But, um, so when you see your home price go up or down or you pay maybe more on your property tax one year and, and not as much another. Yeah. It's almost like you want to say, don't worry about it. But yeah. I mean, make your payments and, <laughs> and enjoy your home. Yeah. Don't and you know what? on the monthly, the monthly value of your home. Yeah. Uh, you're, Overall, you're it's going to go right. up. Long-term play. The market goes up, the market goes down. Uh, you're only going to lose money if you sell it. Mm-hmm. And if the market's down, you sell, then you lose it. But you know, you wait, it comes back up, markets go around and around. It's a long-term play. Get that thing paid off and uh, get to the finish line. So investing is another type of, in- well, I'll say investing, but you're going to probably set the record straight. <laughs> 1031 exchanges. Right, right. It's it's kind of an investing, but to me, it's like a It's a very switch, useful tool right? in investing. Yeah. Let me ask you, do you like paying taxes? Love it. Love it? <laughs> All right. 1031 <laughs> is not for you then. Um, no, the 1031 no, no, no. tax-deferred exchange is uh, a tool that uh, allows you to sell and then purchase uh, real estate mm-hmm. without paying capital gains tax. So the way it works is you need a qualified intermediary, a QI, which is kind of like an escrow officer, but specifically for uh, this uh, exchange. And there are some timelines with the 1031 Mm -hmm. exchange that are very, very important. If you don't follow these timelines, the income you make from the property you sell becomes taxable. Uh, So how does it work? You want to sell a property, you, uh, you're tired of it, you don't like the area, whatever the case is, yeah. you're done with it. So you list it for sale and you get a buyer, you're in escrow. From the day that property sells, your, your clock begins. Starts. What's important before that timeline is mm-hmm. that you notify the qualified intermediary that that subject property you're selling is going to be part of the 1031 exchange. The reason that's important is the proceeds from that sale go then to the qualified intermediary. Mm -hmm. You don't touch the profits. If that money comes to you, it's taxable. Got it. Very important. Very, very (laughs) important. So make sure the escrow officer knows, make sure they know where the money's going. Uh, Everyone's on the same page. Once that sells, your time clock begins. You have 45 days to then identify your replacement property And from the sale date, you have 180 days to close on that property. So the identification period is important. There are two rules as far as identifying the property. You can Mm -hmm. choose up to three properties, which is the most common. Or you can choose, identify as many properties you like as long as the aggregate value of those homes doesn't exceed 200% of the sale price of your subject property. 
So the, the only time that comes into play is, let's say, if you're selling a million dollar apartment building mm-hmm. and you want to then buy smaller homes with it. Uh, as long as the aggregate value of those replacement homes doesn't go over $2 million, you can identify as many properties up to, up to that $2 million. So let's say uh, you sell your home for 250000 and mm-hmm. uh, you find a replacement property. You love it. Okay, this is the one. And let's say it's below the 250000 that you sold the, the previous property. Let's say it's two hundred. There's a $50,000 difference. That $50,000 difference is called the boot, which would be taxable. The rest is not that you rolled into the previous or into the next property, but that $50,000 boot would be taxable. So you have to buy a property of equal or greater value mm-hmm. to be exempt from the tax. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh- yeah, it, it, it can be <laughs> not for Vasily. He yeah. knows this. <laughs> uh, I, I learned, you know, I learned it from Tom. I have a, a very good uh, client who's yeah. an investor and we've used it for him and uh, everything's gone off without a hitch. We have a great QI, you know, how you have a great uh, escrow officer sure. and inspector and lender that you go to. I also have a uh, an intermediary. <clears throat> that's my go to for the 1031 exchange. Very nice. Mm-hmm. We're going to take another commercial break. You're listening to Welcome Home Radio right here on ESPN 940. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. So I was thinking to myself and I explained to Vasily, good thing this is, you can download this to your favorite podcast, I think pretty much. We'll just say, go to where you get your podcast, check out Welcome Home Radio. You can download all the programs. You can subscribe to it and you don't even have to wake up at nine in the morning to listen to us. Yeah, you can listen to us anytime you want. All the time, anytime. (laughs) In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. Why when, not? You're, when you're trying to figure out, what did he talk about 1042? Ten. <laughs> and there you, and there and you and go. It, yeah. The information's so, there. 1031. 1041, 42. What time is it? Tom didn't call in to correct us. I must, you. Have, I must have done an okay job if we haven't had Tom on the Your line Your phone's yet. blinking, by the way. Oh. But <laughs> hopefully. Um, but no, there. It, I said that it sounds like a lot, but this was not, not really. So this again, this is what these folks do day in, day out. They've... I don't want to even say you've seen it all, heard it all yet. Because every time I think I have, there's something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it keeps it exciting. You keep learning, keep yeah. growing. It's fun. Good. That's the important thing. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not as much work as work. You know, I enjoy work because you got to love it. Yeah. Right? It's fun. It's fun. You get so, to work with people. Like it. Achieve goals. You dreams. like people. Yeah. I love you people. You Soderopolis people love people. We do. It's a genetic <laughs> thing, I think. <laughs> so. Question you probably as realtors get all the time, how much do I need to buy a home? And it might seem very unachievable to some, but right. Um, want to talk about that for a minute? And yeah, yeah, we'll touch on it. It's um, a common misconception is, oh, I need I need twenty percent to buy a home. Uh, that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. If you have a lend, uh, if you have a lender, uh, go to lender, go talk to them. If you have a realtor that uh, is a friend of yours or a contact, ask them to refer you to a lender. Uh, But you don't necessarily need 20% down. Uh, If you're a veteran and you qualify for a VA loan, 
you can buy a house with as little as 0% down. Of course, it all depends on other yeah, things that you'll yeah. need to discuss with the lender, like credit score and debt-to-income ratios, things like that. Um, but you can get a first-time home buyer loan, an FHA loan, uh, with as little as 3.5% and a conventional that, um, again, check with the lender, but uh, mm-hmm. I think as low as 3 So. Three percent down. There are closing costs involved, but uh, yeah. just just to to buck the misconception that you need that full twenty percent, not always necessary. Uh, one thing to be aware of: if you don't put the full twenty percent down, you could you may have to pay PMI, which is private mortgage insurance, and uh, that's something that protects the lender in the event uh, that you default on the home and it goes to foreclosure. Mm-hmm. So. Things to be aware of, but don't yeah. don't get discouraged if you don't have that full twenty percent uh, right now. You you still might be able to get into a home. How much does it cost to call a realtor? And Zero ask these questions. Free ninety nine, baby. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, find somebody. Yeah. yeah? There's. We've got members. Um, you know, you probably probably been on the side of you come to my home. Yeah. I'm going to interview you. Absolutely. Right? You got to. And yeah. you should do so. You should. You want to have a good communication beginning. Absolutely. You should have that, uh, uh, rapport. It should be easy. Word. There you go. It should be easy to communicate with your realtor. They should be knowledgeable. <clears throat> and um, we live in an age of information. It's all out there. Mm-hmm. Do a Google search. Um, see what your options are. And then call a specialist. Or call a specialist first. Either way. So Yeah. Um, just get good information that um, helps you, and, and you have to be ready to purchase. Absolutely. I mean, you make a, can make the first call, and you get everything, and boy, doesn't feel right right now, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Um, Another thing people yes. don't think about, and they should, a lot of people do, but um, is your, your cash reserve. So when you buy a home, you say, oh, I've got the down payment, and I've got the closing cost, mm-hmm. boom, and you empty your bank account, and there it is. Well, uh, what happens when the AC goes out and it's 114? Mm-hmm. You got to put a new AC in. What's that going to cost? Um, Tom Hyatt always says ACs don't go out in the winter <laughs> and uh, heaters don't go out in the summer. That's true. So make sure yeah. you're, you're ready. You have a little set aside so you can maintain the home properly mm-hmm. and take care of what needs to be taken care of. I like good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about some myths. Myths. All right. Let's bust some True myths. True or not. True or not. Or misunderstood, uh, huh? Yeah. Uh, it's cheaper to rent than to buy. Thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, every scenario is different, but, um, you know, a single family home in Fresno uh, yeah. is relatively well priced. Rents are on the increase. We're getting an we have a shortage, first of all, of housing, yep. and we're starting to see a little influx of Bay Area, of L.A. people. That's not making it easier. Rents are going up, yeah. um, and now's as good a time to buy as any. It really is. And we're, you're not just saying it. And You can go talk no. to lots of folks. Rates are Rates great. are low. Rates are historically yeah. low right now. Uh, I hesitate to give an exact number because, uh, you know, go to your lender, but... Yeah. Mid threes, mm-hmm. low threes on a VA, like that's that's good money. It is. So, uh, yeah, it's a great time to buy uh, as opposed to rent. Uh, next, 
interest rates are on the rise. I guess we just touched on that one. <laughs> They're low. I think, and, and with an election coming up this year, I don't think anything's going to shift uh, majorly. I don't think so, but, but uh, I don't have that crystal ball. If I did, yeah. I'd be pretty pretty mm-hmm. excited about yeah. that crystal ball. Yeah, no, I, I think we're in a stable environment at the moment. Um, but, uh, again, great time to buy. Uh, fall and winter are a bad time to buy. Uh, mm. Again, I think false. Uh, if you if you have that access to capital, if you are pre-approved, yeah. uh, get into the market now for the long term if you're in it for long term mm-hmm. you should be in real estate for the long term it's mm-hmm. always a good time to buy yep agreed mm-hmm. how about uh, for selling selling myths uh i need to redo my kitchen and bathroom <laughs> before i sell they read that magazine they did because they, there's only so much yeah they watched uh chip and joanna mm-hmm. Gaines, mm-hmm. and now they need shiplap everywhere yeah. and uh they got to redo the kitchen no um it really depends on your home, on the condition of the home, on the location of the home. Uh, what's the ceiling in your neighborhood, the mm-hmm. price ceiling? Is it cost effective to put the money into your home if your neighborhood can't yeah. um, can't reach a particular uh, a price point? So consult a professional, look at comparable homes sold, Mm-hmm. Uh, look at how much you're willing to spend and will that money uh, come back? Will you get a return on that when you sell? Um, an- another one is, is my exterior as important as my interior of a home? What do you think? Uh, I'm two for two. Yeah? Uh, it's like a game show, uh, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. we're the Tell only me contestants. Again? Is your exterior as here. important as the interior? Yeah. It is. Of course it is. Yeah, absolutely. 90, uh, I had 90 seconds and I hear 90 seconds. <laughs> I had well, another 90 seconds to answer that question. <laughs> uh, no, it uh, Absolutely. There, there yeah. are buyers who, before they even go to see a home, yeah. will just drive by it, look at it. Is the curb appeal right? Does it appeal to them? Mm-hmm. Whenever you see bark in the neighborhood, I've said this over and over, whenever you see bark in the neighborhood come in and throw it on the front, yeah. they're getting ready. Yeah, they're getting ready. There so, you go. So it, it is totally. important. Take care of the house, Agreed. inside and out. <laughs> Any more? I hear music. You hear music? Man, that, you hear it? that hour flew, man. It's brunch time, that means. You've got a, a birthday. Birthday. Happy birthday, mother. Thanks, Ma. Elaine, we, won't, gonna... we won't get into numbers, but happy birthday, Ma. I love you. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for saying that yeah. for Elaine. And um, hopefully the podcast will be up on the on the computer and you can replay this for your birthday for there we go birthday. put it on at the party yeah. yeah you can have a great day okay you've been listening to Gerard Lozano this morning my very special guest Vasily we haven't had this long to visit I don't think ever ever just at an event and yeah it's nice. been my pleasure great come, to be come here come back thank you I will I absolutely will Don will be back next week everybody have a great weekend and thanks for listening to Welcome Home Radio